Welcome to Twisted Tales of Madness and Murder Presents, A Skip Across the Universe, Chapter 5, Allison. Cody and Ryan step into a windowless room that is wall-to-wall 70s-style wood paneling and is only furnished with a queen-sized bed that is covered in dingy white sheets. Allison, who is in her 20s, lays on the bed with her backside facing them wearing the same revealing lingerie from the photos showcasing her tight-fit body. Her right hand is handcuffed to the headboard that is made out of cast iron. Cody and Ryan, standing side by side, carefully survey the room, then stare at Allison. Hello? Allison, (sighs) slowly lifts her head and turns it, struggling to get her brunette hair out of her face before making eye contact with Cody. Oh, you have no idea how happy I am to see you. I thought for sure I was destined to die in this bed. You've got to help me before it's too late. Cody, feeling cavalier, takes a step toward the bed, but Ryan quickly reaches out, stopping him. What the fuck, dude? Can't you see we need to help her? What we need to do first is stop and allow ourselves to take inventory of this fucked up situation. Because we have no clue what's going on with her, this place, or fucking anything for that matter. Did you go fucking blind or something? Some backwoods crazed maniac has this chick handcuffed to a bed doing God only knows what to her. We need to get her out of here before it's too late. Please help me. Don't let him do those horrible things to me anymore. Don't worry. We're going to help you. Nobody's going to hurt you. Cody gives Ryan the finger, then shoves him out of the way and again takes a step toward the bed. But again, Ryan pushes him away. Use some of your fucking brain, man, and listen to me. We have no idea what we just stumbled into. Allison rolls over, causing Ryan to take a step back. Please, he's been gone too long. We don't have much time. If he finds you here, he'll kill us all. Allison rattles the handcuffs. Do you have the key? Cody, proud, holds up the briefcase. Fuck yes, we do. Unlock me. Right away. Cody puts the briefcase on the ground and opens it and quickly shifts through the photos, finding the key. Bingo! You must hurry. Cody steps toward the bed as Allison pulls the handcuffs tight, giving Cody easy access to the key slot. Hurry! Cody leans in and is just about to insert the key when Ryan slaps it out of his hand, sending it across the room. What the fuck? Ryan grabs Cody and pulls him away from the bed. Stop being such a fucking idiot! Well... I think I've had just about enough of this happy horseshit. Allison reaches out with her free hand, grabbing Ryan by his shirt and jerks him right up against her as she forces her lips against his. The veins in Ryan's neck and face begin to bulge out. What are you doing to him? Stop! Cody runs up and grabs Ryan and tries to pull him free from her grasp. But Allison swings her foot off the bed with incredible force, kicking Cody in the chest and sending him flailing across the room and smashing into the wall. He hits the wall, then he collapses to his knees, laboring to breathe. Allison, smiling, pulls her lips off of Ryan's, who can barely stand on his wobbly legs and looks deep into his eyes. Oh, what's wrong? Am I being too aggressive? Ryan tries to muster up some strength, but is unable to break free of Allison's grasp. Oh, I get it. It's like an ego thing, right? 
Well, I bet it must suck fat cock that some little split hair like myself is stronger than you. Ryan glances over at Cody, who is still on his knees trying to catch his breath. Get out of here while you still can. Allison, annoyed, forces Ryan's attention back to her. Wow. One thing I just can't fucking stand is when men go and act as if the woman isn't even in the room. Is it that fucking hard just to give me the respect and courtesy I deserve? Go fuck! Allison squeezes Ryan's face so tight he is unable to speak and looks over at Cody. Hey, sugar nuts. Why don't you be a good little boy and pick up that key and get ready to unlock me because this isn't going to take all that long. Allison looks back at Ryan. I know what you're thinking. I'm a woman. You're a man. And I should know my place and just get on my knees and service your cock because kissing is just so damn old-fashioned. Well, I hate to break the news to you, sport, but the female species is turning the tables, so how about we suck some more face? Allison shoves Ryan's face against hers as her lips engulfs his. And Cody watches in horror as Ryan's body convulses and begins to shrivel right in front of him. Fucking... Stop! Cody crawls across the floor toward the bed just as Allison's hand sinks into the back of Ryan's skull, filling the room with the sickening sound of his skull cracking, which is followed by blood and brain matter splattering on the floor. Cody reaches the bed and looks up as Allison pulls Ryan's shriveled face away from hers and takes a deep, long breath. Just what I thought. Tastes just like a chicken shit cocksucker. She lets go of Ryan's head and his decomposed, shriveled-up body collapses to the floor right in front of Cody. Oh my god. Cody's eyes well up as he stares into Ryan's hollowed-out eye sockets, causing Allison to roll her eyes in disgust. What the fuck? Are your ears packed with shit or something? I could have fucking swore I told you to get that fucking key and unlock me. Cody, with his eyes filled with tears, looks up at Allison. You can go fuck yourself, you crazy bitch. I'm not helping you. (laughs) Oh, is that so? I'm curious as to why the fuck not. Cody forces himself to his feet. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's the fact that you just murdered my best friend right in front of me. Jumping Jesus Christ. Is that what you think I did? Oh, I swear I've seen dildos with more smarts than you. I didn't murder anybody. You didn't murder anybody? What the fuck do you call what you just did to him? Hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and just take a stab in the dark here and say that you're one of those pussy-type guys that sobs like a little bitch after you fuck. Fuck you. I'm getting the cops. Cody, wiping tears away, turns toward the door. Oh, I'm pretty sure you're not going to be doing that. Just fucking watch me. Okay, but just know that once you step out that door... There's no possible chance of you ever seeing your friend alive again. Cody looks back at Allison. What the fuck are you talking about? Like I said before, I didn't murder anybody. I simply sucked his soul out. Let me get this straight. You actually want me to believe that you just sucked the soul out of my best friend's body? Well, that's exactly what I want you to believe, because that's exactly what I did. You're not only a murdering bitch, but you're also as goofy as a fucking wooden watch. Oh, 
thousand apologies, I always tend to forget how simple your minds really are. Let me go ahead and provide you with a series of visual cues. Cody watches as Allison reaches behind the bed and slides a section of the wall away, revealing several shelves lined with mason jars. Some of the jars are filled with various levels of a black substance-like liquid. Allison smiles at Cody and grabs one of the jars. On these shelves are the souls of other limp-dick cocksuckers that have somehow stumbled upon this luxurious house I currently find myself being held prisoner in, but lack the key to my freedom. Allison looks down at the key, then back at Cody. But you, on the other hand, have that set key that will set me free and allow me to take vengeance on those yellow jackets and members of the convocation that put me here. Those can't be souls. Souls are supposed to be all shimmery and shit like those fucked up vampires in Twilight. What is the black liquid? (sighs) I wish I could sit here and tell you some elaborate story as to why souls look the way they do, but the truth of the matter is, I don't have a fucking clue. All I know is that's how they come out. So instead of asking another stupid-ass question, I'm just going to show you. Cody watches as Allison carefully places the jar on the bed, then slides her panties off so she can squat over it. What the fuck? Ooh, sure feels like he's ready. Cody stands in shock as Allison pisses out a black liquid into the jar, filling it all the way to the top. Holy shit. His soul has been around the block a few times. I've never seen it get so full. That would explain why it was so fucking difficult to control. The jar shifts slightly. Yikes, that was a close call. If even a splash of this liquid gets spilled, he's going to come back as a half-fucking retard or something. Allison pulls her panties back up and grabs the lid which is placed on the jar, sealing it. That was disgusting, whatever the fuck it was you just did. Well, people will actually pay top dollar for that kind of a show. Well, you can keep your pissing show all to yourself. That's not my scene. Allison looks down at Cody's crotch, who awkwardly slides his hand over. Ugh, males are such fucking liars. Now, either you unlock me, or I drink your friend and you never see him again. What? Oh, I can only imagine how amazing this will taste with him being such an old soul and all. Taste? Oh, you can go ahead and call it what you will, but this here jar holds your friend's soul, which I so happen can bring back to the land of the living. Then fucking do it, and then I will unlock you. No can do, sport. If you want him back, then fucking pick up that key and unlock me. Cody slowly bends down and picks up the key. Good boy. That wasn't so hard, was it? Allison pulls the cuffs tight again. Now let's go. Your friend is waiting. Cody cautiously steps up to the bed and slowly sticks the key in the cuffs and unlocks them. Allison pulls her hand free and quickly puts it around Cody's throat, picking him up off the ground and slamming him against the wall. Allison brings her lips within inches of Cody's. Are you going to kill me? To be continued in Chapter 6.